This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. We're cultural observers. And of curious minds. Get ready for sisterly banter while we chat about fixations, learnings, and personal growth. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood! Hello and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. My name is... Madeline Rose Mayo. Oh, I was wondering, are you gonna you're gonna give us a alter ego? You're gonna give us a little Sasha Fierce? I don't know, because when we just signed on to the Zoom account, your teeth, you were doing the buck teeth move and it frightens me. But hello sisters, my name is Scout. I am the older sister of the Madeline Rose Mayo, otherwise otherwise known as Madela, otherwise known as Maddie, otherwise known as Mads. Wow. And we are back with another Monday, another episode, all the things. Dude, we're back with another fucking Monday. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, well, when you say it like that, it makes me depressed. Oh. I think I am... In a state of delirium. Is that what it is? Of deliriousness? (laughs) This is exciting that we're recording during your state of delirium. I mean, there was insomnia last night. Okay, Um, you can't call it insomnia. Insomnia is like a condition of chronic not being able to sleep. You couldn't sleep last night. Wait, are you serious? I thought you like anyone could have insomnia. Like you have insomnia. You can't sleep that day. No, it's not like a one single day I think situation. it is. No, insomnia is when you have repeated, like you have issues with sleep over and over and over again. I do have issues. That's for sure. That's been proven. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't, you know, watch content until the last second that you go to bed. I know. I know, guys. Uh, you did not do a wellness check on me and it was really rude scout well because then i was wondering i was like she already knows this character's gonna die and so i feel as if i didn't know how i didn't know how and it was the most infuriating we're talking about Grey's anatomy just so everyone is up to speed and listen to our latest episode our last episode um it was infuriating I feel sick to my stomach I honestly like cannot continue on I'm gonna take a little break which is actually really good for my mental health and um but you did not you did not check up on me so that was that was really rude oh you know it wasn't on my to-do list it oh. was not on the to-do list and maybe if I thought, oh, no, I would I never do checking this. up on Mads was like a perpetual to-do on your list it is. And then as other and more important things entered my life that I had to get done on deadlines, that check-in has gone quite down on the priority list. I mean, if anything, if anything, you should be checking in on me. Oh, oh. And why is that, Scout? What, what, what travesty have you endured uh, 
that is bigger than my Grey's Anatomy viewing experience. Heartbreak. Oh, boy. Oh, I hope someone pulls that clip and uh, thinks you're being serious because that would be incredible. (laughs) If we were famous enough for people to write headlines about us, I would want it to be an E! News. Mads asks what could possibly be comparable to her travesty with watching Grey's Anatomy. I mean... I think many people would agree. It is heartbreak at its finest. It's a travesty. It's something that we endure um, and we need wellness checks on. And you did not deliver that to me. But I do. Okay. I do. Wait. Ha- wait. Wha- ah, if you're going to pause on Grey's Anatomy, can you please get on the Marvel train? Please. I'll think about it. Um, so, Scout, <sighs> we have huge news on your front. Um, talking about wellness checks, I promoted you on my Instagram. That was a first. Okay, you are such a bitch because, (laughs) sisters, I put out my very first course at Scouts Agency. For those that don't know what I do at Scouts Agency, one of our top service, what we're super, super known for is booking women as guests on podcasts. We have booked, I think, close to 600 podcast episodes in the last two and a half years. We have booked our clients on top, top, top rated podcasts, clients that are already running seven figure businesses to clients who have just started their business. So we represented all of the plethora. And I realized and was hearing that, you know, obviously a monthly retainer is not available for all people at that stage of their business. And I wanted to create um, a more accessible offer to those who who wanted to get themselves out there, who wanted their voices to be heard, who wanted to jump into the podcasting space as a guest. So I put our entire proprietary journey that we take our clients on in a beautiful course. There are videos of me and yes, they were edited by Maddie. I was and waiting for I, that. I was waiting yeah, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the star of the whole thing. So if I'm not enough, you should purchase it so that you can see Maddie's editing job. Yes. Um, so as everyone knows, I'm now a YouTube star and therefore I'm a video editor. And I edited Scout's course. And let me tell you, it's a good course. You you cover all of it. And I edited it and I, I did my little zoom in. I did my little jump cuts. I made it very Emma Chamberlain-esque, but still keeping it classy. Thanks. And wasn't I cute in my white lace dress? And also, since we're talking about this, which I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but thanks, Mads. I'll give the sisterhood 20% off the course if anyone buys it with code OKSIS. And that will be live for this entire week. It'll end on this Friday. So go and get 20% off. You really get your fucking self on podcast. Yeah, you really spilled the tea. Definitely sharing all the secrets that we've learned from from our time in the podcasting sphere. Yes, I like how you wrote that in your story. You were like, everything we learned at OKSIS Podcast. I was like, um, more like everything I've learned by running a business where I do this for a living. But sure, that too. Okay, but we've gotten ourselves on amazing podcasts. So I've learned things too. And you shared those secrets that we've learned as a joint venture. Oh, okay. Well, whatever you say. You commented on mine and you're like, whoever edited this should win an Emmy. And I was like, this is giving me mads at my wedding vibes. I mean, I spoke facts. I came, I came to your Instagram and I spoke facts. Oh, you did. Okay, let's get into this episode because sisters don't need to hear about our working relationship any further. <laughs> All right, ladies and gee. <laughs> I love gee so much. Oh, my God. Love him. Oh, literally, that's why have we said that? Ladies and gee. 
This week, we have a, a sister duo, which you would think we would have had more sister duos on this podcast because it is called OK Sis and we are sisters IRL, uh, for those of you who were unaware. And uh, we have the sisterly duo behind the new line, Parallel Apparel. You might know them. Alicia Marie and Ashley Nicole, YouTube sensations, fellow podcasters. I mean, overall delightful women. We got so deep in this episode. We went all over the place. It started really fun. And then, you know, we deep dove into self-care on the internet, placing your worth in follower count, download count, um, the amount of likes you get and how to not only rethink your self-worth to come from something internal, but also what happens when you show up on the internet authentically and how stepping into who you really are on the internet can be something scary. We talk about Alicia's trajectory on YouTube. We talk about how Alicia and Ashley work together on their apparel line. I was so entranced by these sisters. I could have talked to them for another hour. So I am so stoked to get to know a different side of them. Um, And I think this is going to be one of our best episodes. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. You know what, sister? I'm going to agree with you. Oh, that's good. Love you, Mads. Okay, sisters, we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you feel so called, so willing, so inspired, write us a review. Leave us five stars. We love you. Oh, my God. We love our reviews. Don't we scout? Yeah, fuck off. you You might even be featured on a post or a story on the OK Sis podcast Instagram if you write us a very compelling review. Yeah, I kind of want a novel. I want like chapter one of I want a novel. Like, I, I want like specific references. Like, I mean, don't, I mean, like any review is good, but to get featured on the Instagrams, we we want like, we want some silliness in there. Like for instance, oh. one of my favorite ones was, love this podcast, but Mads's volume peaks at very inopportune times and I have to pull out my headphones in order to keep my hearing intact okay yeah we're gonna get like bills at the end of people's lives for hearing aids because of you but I also want to say just (laughs) we're just going off the rails here before we get into this episode I just want to say that vagina sweat is back because I took an in-person class and that shit happens when you're in person and so I am proud I need a hat we got to say it. It's a hashtag that I, we've talked about this, Mads. Oh. We've talked about getting guys, a hat that says vagina sweat. Wait, ladies and gee, do we make vagina sweat merch? <laughs> Would you actually wear a hat? What if, Mads, what if we sell, no, what if we sell vagina sweat merch and then all of a sudden all the fitness boutiques just picked it up and had it in their gift shops across Los Angeles? Look, it's, it's. An epidemic. Um, mm-hmm. It's something people don't talk about enough, and it's a really serious condition. And it's called vagina sweat, and every woman experiences it, and no also, one is saying anything. Also, why is the vagina the first place to sweat? It's you know what so I mean? It's so you're just sexist. you're standing there, and it's just vagina sweat and nothing else. And nothing it takes like else. ten minutes for the rest of your body to kick in. Nothing else. I wa- I went also to work out this morning. The vagina sweat was clear as day, clear hmm. as the winter day, the summer. That's day. good for you. <laughs> okay, sisters, let's have our conversation. <laughs> Ashley Nicole and Alicia Marie, we love you.
Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hello and welcome to OK Sis, nice. live in a studio audience. I think that we forgot how to be in person because we have two beautiful women in front of us. And I'm two like, beautiful sisters. two beautiful sisters. I'm like, how do you start a podcast episode in person? Welcome, Alicia and Ashley. Hey Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm honored that we're your first in person podcast. I know. I feel like this is a huge thing I for mean, us. I mean, we have YouTube royalty here. So we had to like step it up <laughs> and get the video going. Like, we're like, oh, Alicia Marie's coming. Let's pull out well, the video cameras. No, 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 no. No, no. It's taken us three years. It's taken me three years to accept the fact that. This audio-only platform that I got into because of the audio-only aspect Mm -hmm. is now needing to also be video. So here we are. Here we are. That's why we all started podcasts. We were like, we don't have to get ready. We can look like shit. That's awesome. No makeup. And now it's like, oh, we need a YouTube strategy, a TikTok strategy. It's like, great. Love it. There are so many podcasts killing it. And Remy and I are like, wow, we got to step things up. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We got to really step it up here. (laughs) Oh, I know. All right. Let's do current fixations before we get into everything. Oh, my God. Okay, so my current fixation, which I was wondering if I've ever talked about on the podcast, unsure, but Mads 
everyone thinks it's very off-brand for me, but it's kind of my alter ego, I feel like. Okay. I am obsessed with Ed Milet. I, I love okay, him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That gorgeous, godly man and his beautiful wife and family. What a wholesome individual. Have you listened to the episode of his podcast with Tim Grover? I have not, but I saw it in my or listen now later playlist. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. His latest one. So there's not many episodes that I want to listen to twice or <gasps> feel like I have to go through twice. I need to re-listen maybe two, three, four times. With a notebook, with, taking notes. With a notebook. You know, I will say that it's definitely not Mad's vibe because he is, this episode specifically with Tim Grover, Tim Grover was like uh, Michael Jordan's coach, Kobe Bryant's coach, etc. It is a little bit of that, of that hustle culture to an extent, mm-hmm. but they talk really openly and candidly about what it means to win as high achievers, high performers, the best in class, etc. And so look, you don't have to listen to the episode and beat yourself up that you're not best in class because I can see some people doing that, but being able to pick or to hear two men who are so high-performing, high-achieving, successful men who always are progressing, always want more, always are trying to be the best, really have a glass of tequila and just open up about oh the God. realities I of love. that. Oh, I, I've i never felt more seen. I've never felt more <laughs> well, stoked. Alicia, you're, do you ascribe to hustle culture? I... Like used... nobody on paper ascribes to hustle culture. Uh, yes, though. I feel like before a, a few years ago, I oh my, my the ego of I still edit everything myself. I do everything myself because right. I work so hard. Blah 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 blah. It now it's so cringe and annoying looking back at myself. So I definitely did. Where now I realize that it was such the wrong mindset. So it is so cool hearing podcasts like that, um, where people actually talk about it and talk about how that's not the way to go. But there are some truths and actual things that are tangible tips to you know learn from yeah right. you should listen to this episode it's phenomenal so that specific episode but just add my let as just we just a man in laguna beach his pod art i'm sorry <laughs> no <laughs> no no you don't don't what? change it don't change it i don't know i just i just like see a big like hulky man and i'm like this Kay. is not this is why you don't judge me. a book by its cover i, I definitely <laughs> judge books by its cover yeah okay um, okay my current fixation is chamberlain coffee Oh, wow. Now, like, I was skeptical. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. They're the best. Exactly. Honestly, exactly. I, I, I'm shocked at how incredible the quality is. And obviously the branding is, I mean, impeccable. She's just the cutest. Incredible, it, it's yeah. so unique, too. It and really it is. her. Oh, Like, perfectly. the colors, the animals, everything. And the tone everything. and messaging. Mm-hmm. Everything. The, the whole rebrand was such a good idea. And I think she's admitted. She's like, I've learned so much from that first iteration. And totally. Honestly, I just I love it for her, and I'm such a big I'm a big fan. Yeah, oh, we're we're big, big in the fans at our house. She's fans. always on. Oh yeah, I'm invested always in on the, the move. Move, <laughs> yeah, the very move. invested. Like literally, ju- I know what is it with YouTubers moving? It? Laura Elizabeth just moved. Yes, we were just on her podcast, and yeah. she she was she said she was just, uh, just moved, and we were like, wow. I know we need that's to exciting. Totally forgot. To I love it. a fresh start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love a fresh. That's what a it fresh signifies. Start. That's what it signifies. Yeah, yeah a fresh start. Yeah. Okay, Ashley. What is your current fixation? Uh, current fixation um, is kind of a big deal. I feel like coming out of quarantine, I've been obsessed with F45 workout classes. Okay, here and we go. Here I, we go. 
I never would have thought that this would have been my thing. I have, I've gone through, I've done all the workout classes. I've tried everything out here. Um, weightlifting and like strength training is one of my favorites, but I'm also like not, it's not something that I'm, I'm good at doing by myself. I have been going every day for the last like month and a half and I'm obsessed and I feel like the strongest I've ever felt in a while, especially coming out of quarantine because it was rough, you know, going, walking back in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at the dumbbell and was like, ooh, fuck. That was like a, you were a F45 stan. Yeah. For, a for, while. for two and a half months. I, <laughs> it's hard for me to She's work out. She's not a worker outer. I'm right. the worker outer in the duo. So Got I it. thought it was really great that not only was I going for two and a half months, but I was going to F45. I was yeah, like, right. oh, don't fuck with me. I'm doing whatever the, that shit is. Rome. And um, <laughs> this thing, this one. This the row one. Machine. This one. <laughs> And I hurt my back. Be careful oh, no. because it is it is a little high intensity. It's a lot. And the instructors at my the one I went to gave me the wrong advice and mm, made me keep no. going and then I totally fucked my back up. Yeah. Especially when one trainer's watching over twenty people. It's so hard so to have hard. that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. actual No, it's definitely one of those things you have to listen to your body. You've been if, loving if it though. Done, You've been feeling you don't you love how it's like forty five minutes. It's so fast you don't even know that you worked out. I mean I can't even catch my breath, let yeah. alone keep track of the time. I yeah. feel like I blink and it's over, which is awesome, but it is it's pretty intense. So there's been a couple times where they're like, you should up the weight and I'm like, no. no yeah. <laughs> they're like you could you're so strong you could do this i'm like back off okay? yeah, just like, you don't know what i've been through yeah. or, or what i can do right now so for I me it's more like you business. don't know how weak i am so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love it okay alicia what is your current fixation not me not really like you know coming up with something okay. <laughs> i was like alicia please tell me you have something interesting in your life right now i was like okay like what about makeup yeah. oh you know what yeah. i am loving you know what i'm loving okay the ardell accent lashes i'm wearing them right now I can't tell you how many compliments I get on my lashes because people think they're real, but they're just half lashes. I was going to say, what's on the corner? They're okay. just on the corner. They're like these little tiny. Instead of like a full strip. Instead of a full strip, it's just the corner. And I swear it gives you the perfect little cat eye. Um, I have been obsessed. I literally gave one to my friend today. I was like, here, keep this one because I have I have like bulk oh <laughs> in one of my drawers. Gosh. I love them so much. Well, it looks so much more natural because I don't know about you guys, but I, I can always tell if someone's wearing lashes because of the inner the, corner of their right, eye. Right, and it's like peeking and out. And it's not like there. Yeah. It's not there, Wait, so is this like an everyday thing or does it stay on? Oh, no, no, no. It's just a end of it, like, you know, a normal. Like a you take it off yeah. every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take Reusable it off every night. Ones. Reusable. Yeah. They're not eyelash extensions or anything like that. However, um, I'm a big fan. I don't wear them every single day, obviously, because yeah. if I don't have to put makeup on, I'm not wearing makeup. But 100%. I love them. I'm yeah. obsessed. No, they look so good. The 315. That's the number. <laughs> I got that one of those extensions or whatever when they whatever I don't know what it is for my wedding and it stayed there for three weeks. It was really I don't we don't wear makeup we're not really makeup yeah. people but when you accentuate your lashes yeah. it's kind of oh, like getting your eyebrows done. Yeah, it's something very different happens to your face. It changes yeah. your entire face. And I feel like all of a sudden I'm like oh I feel so feminine now oh, yeah. because like, yeah. I can like, like I can blink. feel my lashes. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it's like little butterflies. You're Especially because like, mine are like blonde, yeah. so you can't see mine at all. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Do you also have to fill in your eyebrows? I get them um, um, tinted. Really? I want to do that. And it makes a big difference. I did that once and I looked. Wait, wild. I don't remember that. Really? I looked wild. It was, I think it was just too dark. I was like, oh. I just got my microbladed. They're still healing. If you okay. look very close, so they're little. So wait, what's that? Yeah, what That's is that? It's a tattoo. essentially a tattoo, right. but it fades. But it's okay. supposed to last. Is it when you have uh, like holes or gaps and so it fills in the gaps? Yeah, they basically just do the whole brow. I, I'm not I feel wearing like anything I can explain right this now. better. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they just do, do it, brow. you know? 
essentially it's it's a ton of little like Baby micro cuts. cuts along your brow and then they fill it in with pigment I which know. is kind of insane, insane. but also you should watch a video because it's just I'm like this is technology today oh my God. they numb you it. Could it do doesn't this. hurt too bad yeah. no it doesn't hurt because they numb the whole it's thing it's just the healing process I'm like Ugh, don't look too close oh, yeah. <laughs> dude I'm trying to go in for Botox which I have to call and make an appointment I went once it didn't work on me which is just terrible um, it worked for a week it was very weird I'm not sure Wait. what happened but That's yeah weird. it was weird I got like 30 units in my forehead and I moved two weeks later. Like, my face moved well, two weeks later. Normally, <laughs> oh, I was like, did the moving process stress you out? And then but I was, I was surprised how much it hurt. Yeah. I was, like, screaming for my life. They were injecting me. And yeah, I was well, like, you don't have a good pain tolerance. Well, I, I just I just didn't realize that you actually get needled in your fucking forehead yeah. with yeah. Botox. Until yeah. you're there in the moment realizing, yeah, what like, am oh. I doing? That's yeah. so funny. I'm, like, the opposite. So I'm a big Botox person, but I must have watched it least 30 videos before I went and got it done because oh, wow. I was like what really? does this look like what am I getting myself into I need to know so I walked in and I was like we're embracing the needles we're embracing. today <laughs> fully prepared <laughs> yeah I yeah. love it okay let's get into both of you we're so excited to chat with you guys about your new apparel line which is just like so exciting that you're two sisters, we're two sisters, and <laughs> how many times have you how wanted many... to kill yourselves? Okay. Kill each other, it's not yourselves, each other. Each other. How many times have you guys been like just going at it? We're we weird. weirdly get along really well, and okay. people tell us it's weird and it's not normal all the time. Um, we fought a lot growing up, and I think something happened when she graduated high school because she's younger. I'm I'm <laughs> that older. Was really cool enough. Something <laughs> something clicked, and like we just started getting along from from then on. But we yeah. I mean we still fight. Our personalities just really complement each other. Ashley's way more I'm super chill. Super like chill. chill. She loves being told what to do in the mm -hmm. sense of with work. And I'm very like, okay, this needs done. This needs done. She's like, give me a task and I'll do it. And she does it amazing, which helps me because I'm like, okay, I don't have to worry about that. And I can do this. And well, we just balance each I other. I get so very well. over. If, if we're talking work, I get very overwhelmed by the overall like big picture, and that'll stop me from taking steps forward. Mm -hmm. If she'll help me by being like, you need to start here. And then once I get started, then I'm good. Yeah. So that's something that I struggle with. So I feel like in that sense, or even if I'm, you know, overwhelmed with something, she's the one who is just so matter of fact and calms me down. So we really don't fight too much. We're like the perfect married couple, but <laughs> co-workers. That's so amazing. I was watching uh, your YouTube video where you guys like showed the process of Parallel Apparel. And when you told Ashley that you like, you're like, the vision is us. Like yeah. I just, oh my God. I almost Full wanted to cry. Show. Because it was just, it's so sweet because, I mean, Scout kind of did the same thing with OK Sis. To me, she yeah. was like, we need to do something together. And she's like, and it needs to be us. Yes. And it is our thing. I see this vision. And I was really hesitant and scared and she had so much faith in like what this could have become yeah yeah I mean I wish Alicia could have picked a better time I wasn't like straight out of a soul cycle class <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pink like my whole body is pink you can see my eyelash extensions looking yeah. so rough <laughs> so rough um but also side note Alicia edited that whole video herself and oh. it took her like a month <laughs> Her and forever. TK actually yeah, worked on the whole thing together. It's a um, very so good video. Yeah. So she, Thank they you. really killed it because, I mean, I feel like they popped. I feel like that's the best video she ever made. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very proud of it. I will say. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It was insane because I, I really wanted to do an apparel line, but I couldn't just see the vision until I honestly pictured it with Ashley, which I'm sure you understand once you had that moment. 
it all just makes sense right. you know the 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 way we go about it even what the exact pieces look like and i just couldn't see it with anyone else i didn't even ask if she wanted to do it that's oh, you're, just like, oh, you're doing it. Like, that's, we're gonna know question. that's what i was like there there i was like was something already created like that she was just jumping into but the way you did it is such a sisterly thing yeah. like oh by yeah. the way this is your new life yeah, this is your yeah. New business. The new project that you will do yeah, yeah. i was like cool let me you. budget accordingly yeah. <laughs> So I want to talk about the actual Paraline because you guys have been very intentional about not making this like an influencer brand or a YouTuber, right? Like a merch type of thing. This is like an actual fashion, really intentional. It's not fast fashion. You guys make everything in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why was that important to you? Is fashion just something that you always wanted to get into? We both have always loved fashion and it's crazy because I would never, you know, I feel like we all know those people who you think of fashion, like you're their fashion influencer, but I would never really put us in that category. However, we really have always loved fashion. Um, We also love being comfortable. And I think that was the main point. You know, I used to before think to be fashionable means you have to be wearing heels and leather pants and da 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 and very Can't eat out dinner there. with everyone else because yeah. your jeans are uncomfortable. You know, or just like oh, I'm, bright unbu- I'm unbuttoning everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 All the time. Yeah. All the time. So we just, we really, I don't know. If I'm wearing an outfit and I feel uncomfortable in it, I am, my confidence goes down yeah. instantly. And it, yeah. it, surprisingly, it took me so long to figure <laughs> out then just wear comfortable clothes, like wear things that you feel good in. And I don't know, for us, the, the line really, came together pretty easily in the sense of what you know the vision was what we wanted it to look like um we really wanted to be in LA because we wanted to go in and touch the fabrics and be Mm -hmm. Mm hands-on that was one of the most you know important things to us and be able to see where things are made you know it's not a sweatshop what we're paying for why you know it is pieces that you're going to invest in a little bit more however you know it's not going to come unraveled in two seconds and as much as we want to trust you know what people are telling us at the same time we want to see for our own eyes um because it is different having a project with a following because you know you're you're on this pedestal that people are looking to find holes in or they're looking you know just for anything wrong with it and it's a little intimidating you know because we're very open that we're here to learn this is our first drop and we already have learned so much yeah. but um <laughs> it's been really really cool overall it's been awesome yeah. you guys, want, oh, oh go ahead you guys yeah. said in the video which i'm so interested in hearing kind of the reflection on because i know in that video you did a lot of you know back nostalgic when you were younger videos i, I was you yep. guys said that you had different styles kind of up until now what were those different styles like was one in pink and one not in pink because yes. Mads came <laughs> yes, home I was oh, in yeah. all pink I was then? all limited to like and I was <laughs> looking out for her I was looking out for her she told me her. I looked terrible she's like you cannot wear this I said you shouldn't shop there I don't think it's a good look for you I think we're the you're same like, people oh. and what's funny is you're both the, like the two of you guys are the younger ones yes. yeah. and you guys were going like bright pinks oh, and neons yeah. and stuff yeah. like that yeah no and then it just went hard monochromatic like no color because you listened to me you listened <laughs> oh, okay. to me yeah. right, right. oh, oh, did so we give what, them credit yeah <laughs> <laughs> do we give we them we learned okay <laughs> Uh, I, I remember yeah. one time specifically you told me my eyebrows looked horrible because yeah. I I made them boxes I like and I I don't we'll send don't a picture why. to you guys oh, I know I wish I had the photos and all one color like so yeah. bad and she sat me down and said hun 
This looks horrible. And I'm not an I'm not a makeup person really. You're also She's not a non-confrontational person. Yeah, so it was so a big deal. I always like assumed that Alicia knew what she was doing with makeup because I've never cared about makeup either. <laughs> like, but I remember at one point I was like, "Your eyebrows look like they're sharpies," and you I know? was like, "No, this is the look I want." <laughs> well, at least you didn't come home with a big tattoo, and your sister said that's really ugly. You should not have done that oh one. Oh my god, I heard that on you guys' <laughs> most recent. Okay, podcast. show it. Oh, she's wearing a bodysuit. Yeah, you can see it. Right? Is it this side or the other yeah, side? Yeah, yeah. Look how Ugly Wait, what okay, is it? okay, so let like me tell the story. Oh, no, no, no. Style. Look at this. <laughs> let me tell Tumblr the fucking style. story first, just real fast, just to clear my name. Yeah. So <laughs> I met a girl and she had this sick skull that she drew and it was kind of like tattoo, hardcore, whatever. Okay. I asked her if she would draw me one. She never got back to me. I followed up on a text. She never got back to me. And I am very impulsive when I make a decision. Mm. And so I was like, well, she's not getting back to me, so I'm just going to go get one myself. And I saw this. This was like 10 years ago. Okay. I saw it. And I liked that it was a pretty school yeah. because it represented that my bipolar disorder brings me beauty. Oh, and I then, love that. Thank you. As I fucking oh God, walk I out of this tattoo shop, she texts me and she says that she has the drawing ready for me. Oh, no. 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 Wait, she became one of my best friends after that. But I thought she was, like, oh too God. cool to, like, push, right. you right, know? Right, right. You like, didn't want to annoy. You. I was like, I don't want to, like, bother her. Um, I get it. So. You get it from Tumblr. Okay, first of all, Tumblr was like the thing. Yeah, I'm saying, did you get it thing. from Tumblr? No, it was on the wall. <laughs> she said, I love that one, please. I love that one. Oh my God, I love it. Right here. Right, right in the most okay, so basic part. Okay, so you're in pink. I'm, I'm in pink. With Sharpie eyebrows. Sharpie eyebrows. Incredible. Neon skirt. Um, I don't, yeah, just very. Very girly. Yeah. Just very girly. Very girly. Okay. I don't even know what else yeah. to describe it as. Ashley was the boho child. I lived and breathed <sighs> free people. A little hippie. Okay. I loved all dark, yeah. muted. I had cardigans on cardigans. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember the poncho era? Yeah. Oh, I had we, one. Oh. Actually, I was. Oh, like you I still have still one. I was like, still? I was like, you still I think wear we it? We got rid of it. I'm, I'm sure. I'm I think I made you. I haven't seen yeah. it in a while. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you gave it to me. I'm it was like, a present. So, I probably did. I'm so scared for those. <laughs> I feel like they're going to come back. <laughs> I, I, everything's coming everything's back. Everything's coming I'm back. Like, that's that's you know, I don't think the poncho needs to. I think that's the one thing that just gets. I sure did it. I did it. Literally. But yeah, what was interesting was at that time, I'm thinking this was five. Four years ago, maybe that when whenever we would steal clothes out of each other's closets, it was always something basic, essential, perfect for date night, perfect for you know a night out, whatever. And that those would were, be a core piece for her outfit, but also mm. worked as a core piece for like my like boho. Yeah. Exactly, bodysuits, yeah. crop tops, um, leggings, jeans, and obviously that was so easy for us to say. Okay, this is what that line would be. It's something that everyone needs in their closet. Yeah, you know, it, it has your back if you're you know going on a first date. You just want to feel good in like. When you have that one pair of pants or that one shirt that you know you feel so sexy in, you feel great in, and you don't have to worry about stuff, that's what we wanted each of the pieces to be. Um, so it was so easy mm -hmm. coming up with everything. Yeah. Where is kind of like the line between athleisure wear and basics? Because I yes. think that it gets – you know, like set active, for example, I can wear almost as a basic versus a, an athletic yeah. situation. And mm -hmm. I think that line is getting a little blurred in a really, really great way. Yeah. yeah. So when you guys were thinking of the line, because 
I can see it living in both areas where you can wear this, the top, with jeans and, and heels, or yeah. you can wear it with leggings and be more of like on the go, you know, grocery shopping. Completely. Yeah. I, what's interesting is I think one of the big pluses to having it all made here in LA was I don't think we realized that's what exactly what we wanted mm-hmm. until we went and touched mm. all the fabric options. And fitting. Because we, both of us, like inevitably just kept being drawn to the more athletic material just because that's what I feel most comfortable in. We love, both of us love not wearing a bra or having to wear a bra uh, we so, all own bras yeah <laughs> so once like this specific one this is one of the best sellers is the square neck top we okay. took the material loved it and then just like doubled it so there's two layers of it so it feels very supportive, supportive yeah. and um soft and smooth but also like lays very like smoothly on the body mm-hmm. and I think that's just something that comes with athletic fabrics mm-hmm. yeah and I don't know about you guys I have my cute workout clothes that I'm like oh I'm going where there might be like you know cute guys or something <laughs> then I have my nasty workout clothes that I'm just like oh I'm just working out at home that, you like, that I actually want to sweat in <laughs> yeah. yeah that I'm yeah. like sweating in and then I also have cute technically workout clothes that I try not to work out in because they're so cute and right. they're you know a little more expensive and yeah. I want to wear it out if I'm doing groceries or whatever and that's kind of what we wanted these pieces to be obviously you can do you know light workouts in it but it's not an active wear brand it's yeah. definitely just athleisure you could yoga in you this. could do yoga you could do some light yeah. stuff but it's definitely supposed to be those pieces that you want to have for those you know whether you're shopping or date night or right. anything like that mm-hmm. like dress up and down yeah and even easily. covid like sweatpants are not going anywhere anytime <laughs> they, better not. they better not i want to be in the club in my sweatpants mm-hmm. with heels like we will that's riot the in the streets if they try to take them away <laughs> if it's they not try okay. to take away my matching sweatsuits like <laughs> yeah we're, we're out exactly we're out. um okay so i want to talk about youtube um because well, Alicia, you've like grown up on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Ashley, you entered in like, yes. kind of six years ago, which is still growing up. Um, I, I kind of want to ask a little bit about self worth and self love. Because you. yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you on the internet, you alluded to it, and yes. I can only imagine. Because, you know, I just started a YouTube channel. Oh, my like, God. Oh, yeah, it did. Go subscribe. Yeah, you did. At Maddie Mayo. <laughs> um, and I can imagine that putting yourself out on the internet so vulnerably, I mean, we've been doing it for only three years, and it already has taught me so much about myself mm-hmm. and just about the way I, pr- I pr- present myself and Truly. how I'm perceived. But growing up and going through, like, high school yeah, with all this visibility, what, what Wait, how old are your... both of you again? 28. I'm okay. 31. Okay. So I started 13 yeah. years ago. Holy shit. And I will say, though, I only had maybe one or two classmates ever find me because back then no one watched YouTube. So when I see, you know, all of these new TikTok stars or people in high school going through this, I can't imagine because I d- actually didn't have to go through that. My channel didn't take off for four or five years. And I started when I was a sophomore. It was like the summer of my sophomore year. And it was just makeup tutorials that were so incredibly embarrassing and bad. I'm so mad. I deleted my first few videos mm. because there wasn't a private feature then, which is hilarious. Um, it just shows how old, you know, long time ago that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was so cute and it was so fun. But it was really interesting once I started getting a following. Did you guys watch Taylor Swift's documentary on yes. Netflix? Yes. Do you remember the quote where she said? someone had told her once you stop aging emotionally or something when you become famous you're stunted you're stunted emotionally oh. stunted or something Whoa. i think that was the yeah. term yeah. she used she said that's like a thing known in the industry or whatever you and mean that when you get famous you stop emotionally growing yeah you kind of get trapped in that age that you became famous oh. at oh i see what you mean everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. started liking like, you right yes. oh okay okay and yeah. i can fully attest to that i 
don't know. I think it's because you just start wanting to, you know, keep up what's going and not let people down and people have this idea of you. And then suddenly four years later, you know, I'm 25 years old, still doing back to school halls and people genuinely think I'm in high school. Mm. And I, honestly, during the time I didn't see anything wrong with it because I knew what I was doing. I was like, oh my God, not only am I making content that people like, it's getting so much views and whatever. And then every year I just assumed, oh, I'll just keep doing the same stuff. You know, I'm going to keep doing the same shit and it'll never get old, you know? And then I like kind of forgot I grow up. (laughs) Yeah, so it's different with YouTube versus let's say Disney Channel. You know, their their target audience will always be kids. And when people grow up, they bring in new talent and the show stays the same. However, with YouTube, you grow and you evolve and your audience also grows and evolves. And that's and you're some, hoping that they're like growing with you. You hope that they that, do yeah. until you realize, oh, why, they're outgrowing me. Mm. And I just all my worth was in my views. And I, I genuinely thought I loved what I was doing because it was getting 10 million views. Mm. Like I genuinely wasn't embarrassed of it. I loved it. I, I you know, obviously love the check, too. But like I was just like, oh, no, I love my life right now. Um, even though I had no social life whatsoever, because I, we turned in an extra bedroom in our house into a school set. That's how hard we went. We had lockers. We had like people thought I we did the genuinely <laughs> went to a school to shoot. And that was just part of my my stuff. And I remember becoming 25, having a quarter life crisis <laughs> and finally wanting to date. Because up until then, I'd had one serious relationship, but I was so focused on work. It just wasn't a big deal to me. And quickly I realized, holy shit, I'm embarrassed of this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to show anyone. I don't want to show God. Like that would be my worst like you know me being there with my mouth wide open like being like omg crazy like and like ah. what's the first question that like it's asked on a first date it's like yeah. what do you do and of yeah. course if you say what you do they're gonna look you up you know yeah. whether they, they've already looked you up before you they, get to yeah, the already day. have especially if you met online like, exactly yeah. and around this time is when the dare i say quote algorithm started changing and or people were you know outgrowing my content and i didn't fall in love with it anymore and the views just plummeted and that's when I quickly realized, holy shit, I really don't like this. Like, not only do I not like what I'm doing, but now it's not even getting the views. And I really just thought I loved it. Um, and then that's when I realized I need a break from this and need to figure out what I'm doing. But I would say from 21 to 25, those four years, I was probably like in my head, like 17, you know, being like, I'm back to school shopping. But I also think that was, that was something, I think she was like stepping into like a character. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, what any other, you know, and it's so interesting because when you think of YouTube and you think of influencers, like that is one of the most real channels that Mm -hmm. you can be like, you can be so raw, you can be so yourself. And then you just weren't yourself anymore on it. I, so it's like, who are you? Well, I really struggle with social anxiety as well as anxiety. And then I also got, um, diagnosed with a little bit of OCD and now looking back I'm like it makes so much sense we all knew so much sense (laughs) like even um I used to purposely put a Starbucks cup behind me because I was like oh that's Alicia Marie oh my god it's insane wait so (laughs) how do you okay so just like a psychology question yeah because obviously you know me and Matt started this three years ago where we don't have the audience of like a 10 million YouTube situation but I find myself tripping out sometimes that there are people out there that know my life. Like I have an agency and I'll get people from the sisterhood coming to apply to work with me oh and I'll get on the phone and they're like, oh, how's the move? Like I saw this in your house. And I, it just, it's such a weird fucking phenomenon that I don't know 
if we're going to understand the impacts of because when it came to celebrity we didn't actually know them we knew mm-hmm, the characters right. they played we didn't know what their house looked like we didn't know what their conversations were like etc and so with this new level of access into people's lives it changes everything it changes everything but not only that you know I think I pride myself on being who I am on the mic, but no matter what, there's a mic in front of my face. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like this when the mic's not here and it's You're me aware. And yeah. sitting at 2 p.m. in our house, like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. So in, in a sense, it's always going to be an aspect of a show, no matter, yeah. no yeah, matter what. On. Yeah, right. there's but definitely like, a character. How do you, it's just such a mind fuck. It, it real, is. It really, I mean, even now I totally blinked out forgetting that people are listening to this because we're just yeah, having a totally. conversation. Totally. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, people oh, are listening to this. We get way too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one. Um, oh, but gosh. even like numbers, like I remember one thing, I forget the exact number and I'm sure Alicia will remember because she's good at this stuff. But I remember a certain amount of views, like a video of mine didn't do well. And then she, she said something about like how many people fit in one stadium. What was it? like 60,000 or something like that. that? Yeah. yeah. And yes. I, she oh, was yeah. like, she was like, if one of your videos even got like I forget I forget what number I had but she was like imagine that's like three football stadiums yeah it's crazy. and I was like oh my god it's wild it's <laughs> yeah. wild it's, it's insane there's and inflation like, of numbers we're yeah. not equating it to real people I don't yeah. think our human mind is even meant to comprehend that and that's mm-hmm. why when people are like what's it like when you're you know hitting you know x amount of views to me I'm like I I genuinely like it all just it blurs. It's abstract. It does. Because when you're when we're doing a podcast, when you're filming something, you're talking to a one person. Uh-huh. It's a one on one intimate. And I mean, when I listen to podcasts, like I feel like I know the person because totally. it's like they're Genuinely. a best friend in yeah. your ear. Where, yeah, if you were performing in front of a stadium, <laughs> you'd be like, holy shit, you'd be like, oh yeah. my god. And yeah. then you know, someone does come up, and you almost forget. You're like, yeah. oh. Oh, oh, you're right. a person. You, know, you, yeah. you watched me. Yeah, so and wild. it is re- it's so cool obviously, you know. Yeah. And it is, you know, obviously there's some weird times where you, you know, don't expect people to know things. I think for whatever reason I just I'm kind of used to it by now. Um and I don't see it as weird or anything because there's so many times where I'm like, "Oh, like I'm subs- subscribed to people doesn't mean I'm obsessed with them or I'm like weird, you know? Like I I'm subscribed to so many people and I like watching their stuff. Um and if I went to say hi, like, you know, that's Yeah. Did, did you guys feel as if, because I remember Sivan Ayla, who's a blogger, said this once yes. in an Instagram story three years ago that I remember, because that's <laughs> what we do, um, <laughs> that she wanted to create a product line because not necessarily that she saw an expiration date on content creation, mm-hmm. but that she felt as if at one point in her life, potentially, let's say she's 45, 55, whatever age she gets, and I could totally be applying meaning to what she said. This is how I interpreted it. Um, that she wanted something else. She wanted mm-hmm. something else. And so in, in a way, was the apparel line that something else for you? Because I can imagine that when, and this is why I think content creators do so many other things. Yep. Because at a certain want, point. Like a tangible Well, yeah, but it also at a certain point, the content creation becomes the oil machine. You want a new challenge and you want new new stability for totally. future careers when something like maybe podcast goes away, maybe YouTube, whatever. Mm-hmm. Was that some part of it of like, okay, we've been in the content creation game for X amount of years. I'm ready to now pursue a different business option. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I mean, that's why that's why both of us started our podcast also, because we mm-hmm. had our channels. And then I remember at one point, because again, I'm 31. I remember, I, I think it was when I turned 29, I was like approaching 30. I was like, 
I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like <laughs> shit could hit the fan tomorrow and everything could be done. And I have no plan B. I don't have a plan C. And I had a like minor panic attack and we were both like, we need to start like diversifying. So yeah. that's where my podcast came from. Isn't that where your podcast totally. came from? After I had my, um, burnout moment I'm not kidding you can google burnout youtuber my face will pop up <laughs> it's like my legacy now um but I do love talking about it because it yeah, is really important and sure. half of the reason was I was coming up on my 10 year anniversary of making my youtube channel and I was not excited I was mm. so I had so much anxiety I was so stressed I was thinking how can I do this for another 10 years like I was on my I was just burnt out and again she's the one she was doing everything yeah but that's all the thing <laughs> not my brightest moment um but the problem more so was okay I have 10 years of experience but what do I have to show for it I had no show I had no book I had no much experience nothing with tangible. acting and nothing tangible all I had were views and yes it was you know great cool but a video could have been at 10 million views it also could have been at 100 million views and I would have felt the same way in that moment of I have nothing tangible to show for this all mm -hmm. of my hard work and at, especially at that time there were not really many creators who took a break and actually were able to come back su successfully and mm -hmm. that's what tripped me up I was thinking which is bullshit I'm yeah. at the end of my career I have nothing to show for this oh. and I need to di diversify myself like I have to do more I know there's more in me um, I know I'm an entrepreneur, but wh what's holding me back like, at the time? I didn't even have merch because I was such a perfectionist and just overthinking everything. And, um, it took, you know, that little freak out moment to realize, okay, I need to stop having so much worth in these views mm -hmm. because at the time I would only do a video if, if it would do well, like what would do well, what will get more views, but people would watch, but are they actually caring about me? You know, that was my issue. And then I also wasn't thinking about, okay, in five years, what's my plan? If I want to have a makeup collab, let's say, why am I not posting makeup stuff? Like, if that's the goal, I need to work backwards from that, opposed mm -hmm. to just doing a comedy sketch because it's going to, you know, go viral for a minute, you know? Right. So I think realizing, you know, if you are in this world, some people just want to be famous and some people are entrepreneurs and want to have a business and love the creation. And it's so important to realize what type of creator you are. There is nothing wrong with either. Yeah. I think before I used to like look down on the people who just wanted their five seconds of fame, where now I'm like, no, do like, if you want to be a reality star, do that. Yeah. But if you also, you know, want to be an entrepreneur, you have to push yourself. And even though you may upload a video, honestly, two years ago, my video announcing parallel, I would have been so embarrassed of the views. I would have been like, oh my God, it only hit 500,000. Oh my gosh, I should I take it down? Do I delete it? I'm not kidding because that's how insane it is. Yeah. Where now I can healthily look at the views and say, holy shit, half a million people know about a brand I created. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. That's crazy. But when you're used to 20 million views, yeah. you see it as negative. And that's the fucked up part about this, you know, views and worth game. and numbers. Yeah. And it takes a lot. And there's still days where I fall into that trap of, do I private this? Like, is this embarrassing? Am I irrelevant? But it, it really is important to kind of look at those five-year goals, I would say. Do you think oh it's my God. been... There's so much going on in my mind. I know. <laughs> like, do you, I was going to say, like, do you think that when you made that shift at 25, when you actually leaned into who you were and and showing the world how did people perceive it oh were, they, were they were they would they drop off or they're just like wait this is not you <laughs> they were like this isn't alicia marie like you've you changed. changed yeah you've oh, changed but you probably found like a loyal I found myself more, too. you found yourself mm -hmm. you found this like loyal 
actual, yes. actual people that matter. I was right? gonna say, it was, I think there was a weeding out, and all of a sudden yes. you were left with people that were actually there for you. I would was... truly say it's taken those three years of like churning. Even um, talking to my YouTube manager, we'll look at my channel, and there are a lot of unsubs, but there's a lot of subs, and they're saying to really focus on the new subs versus keeping the old people who subscribed for those comedy sketches. Of course, they're not gonna like your new content, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. Don't look at the unsubs as, what am I doing wrong? Just see it as, I don't want you as a subscriber anyway, because you're probably expecting a family-friendly channel where now I clearly don't do that. Um, So it it does take a long time. But going back to even the whole celebrity thing, you know, I think fans of celebrities back in the day or even now, they don't get as mad when they see them do something crazy because – they don't really, you know, have that attachment to them as much. But when I first started posting myself going out at 25 years old, keep in mind, Grown people were pissed. Woman. People were wow. pissed. They're like, you, you've never drank before. Where I did, I just didn't show it, right. you know, or I never, now you're cussing and you've changed and you're, you have new friends and they're influencing you bad. And I'm like, no, I, now I'm just showing you who I really am. And now that's not good enough. And that felt like a full on. Or it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It was and shocking. I, yeah. It was shocking. Yeah. Because they thought they got one thing and then they got something something else completely different yeah but it's it's so crazy and i just want to recognize this moment here for people that are listening including my sister that you two are standing in front of us with a wildly popular channels podcasts uh, following half a million views on your apparel line and yet you still sit here and you're like i'm struggling with the self-worth behind the number And some people can sit here are listening and thinking, fuck, I wish I had that number. But what I want to tell them, not not that I'm not the point is that I'm making is not that you're ungrateful. The point that no. I'm making is that even when you get there, there's y- always y- more. There's there's always more. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't start from the beginning with that self-worth conversation, it doesn't matter if you have 10 million mm-hmm. or 1 million or 10,000. If you don't have that inner work set up straight what you know what yeah. the fuck is the point yeah, yeah. Like, you'll literally totally. never get there you'll well never get there. You're, you'll you're never always get there something else even other influencers who um let's say they're used to 15 million views and i've seen them tweet oh this video didn't perform well it only got 2 million all the replies are people being like oh my god you're so ungrateful blah, blah, blah. and i'm like know. it all no, it, it really so is a ratio it's this thing you this get is, used right, to right. you get used this to this is it. a really bad dark fucking example but <laughs> let's okay go. let's, let's go. sorry this is but this it shows it shows it very well tony robbins i think is the one who talks about this there was a billionaire he was the richest guy in Ger- germany or somewhere in europe and then someone became out like went a little bit above him and he committed suicide because he could not deal with the fact that his number went that down. And it's and crazy because wow. it didn't go down. It, yeah. It, it didn't go down. <laughs> it's, but yeah. to him, it like f- yeah. totally. Because we yeah. assign our worth. So we assign our worth to that type of a number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. That, okay. So then sorry, let's ask. Sorry. Yeah. So, no, this is great because I, I want to I wanna wrap on a high note, not people. Sorry. You know, well, I'm just, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a good example. It paints so, the story. So now. What do you assign to your self worth? What matters to you? Ooh, Ooh. that's a great question. Yeah, no one's ever fantastic. asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly am so thankful for the real friendships and relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. I think that is something so cliche that you always hear people talk about, but um, you know, the people who are praising you when there's nothing around to gain, or even, you know when it comes to posting something, seeing the connection and people, the quality of a comment versus the emptiness of a view is something that really I cherish a lot more now. Um, 
And that's something that, again, if I tried to tell my younger self, she still wouldn't listen because views are cool. You know, that's the (laughs) only way to really gauge success in this world and likes and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think focusing on that smaller community, that smaller family is so much more important than just viral. Like, when does it end? You know, Uh, one million. I remember when I hit a million subscribers after five years, I sat there and thought, I have to do this again to get two million mm. like the wh- again the whole, the whole th- i thought i made it five seconds later i was like well shit <laughs> yeah. and and that turns into five million to 10 million to 50 million to 100 million to 200 like there's always more and even seeing you know people just struggle with that it's it it hurts because yeah it, there's there, you're never happy yeah or seeing the you know changing the mindset too the more being so exciting so mm-hmm. for me i i don't know how i did this but somehow i've really mastered how stoked I am where I'm at right now in life. Like I look at our downloads and I cry of happiness. I love that. I look at my revenue and my agency, I cry of happiness. And I have goals to double that. I love and so that. like being in both is such a beautiful way because you're in the moment, you're proud of yourself, you see the fruits of your labor and the magic around you while also knowing that you get to grow too at the mm-hmm. same time. And it's such a cool way to look at it because then the whole thing's fun. Yeah. yeah. Not just one part of it. Not yeah. just the journey. The ju- I remember <laughs> telling myself <laughs> when I first started that if I could just be able to do this and travel and cut even. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. yeah. If I can be paid to, you know, go to New York and shoot something. And even if I don't make money from it, but I just cut even like that is amazing. And there's been multiple times in my career, I have to check in with myself and think, remember when all you wanted to do was just be able to do this for your job. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't forget that. Yeah. 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 We're doing it. That was even our, that was even our plan with parallel. We were like, let's assume we're not going to make any money for the next five years off of this. Oh, completely. Like not seeing it. Totally. And even, even being able to hire employees and be like, holy shit. Even if we don't make money from this, but we're able to like give people jobs, jobs. yeah, Yeah. and make a team and create something completely, like that's amazing, you know. And it's so easy again to get caught up in the oh my god, how many sales or how many downloads or do people love it that that kind of stuff instead of just being grateful. Right, like you're doing something with your sister, like that's so rad. It's incredible, and we like obviously we were like scared, scary, (laughs) and it's a big risk. But I, we had, like, multiple conversations about this, and we were, like, we'd much rather, like, fall forward mm-hmm. knowing that oh. we took the risk and, like, tried rather than just sitting there and wondering what would have been if we ever, like, actually applied ourselves and fall gave it a go. Forward. Fall forward. Fuck yes. Yeah. I love that. Let's make t-shirts. And <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming Absolutely. on. Absolutely. This was so fun. Was yeah. I love when I zone out in a I podcast. I was like, like, like okay, I'm into it. I thought we just started. <laughs> I know. I zoned out many times. Yeah. I was like, my whole mind was blown. I was like, okay, Mads is going to kill me if I go on way too many tangents here. <laughs> okay, tell everyone where they can follow you, find you, find the apparel line, everything. Um, well, the apparel line is at Parallel for all things. Parallel Apparel. Mm-hmm. I'm at Ash Nicole and Alicia's. At Alicia, Alicia Marie, mm-hmm. Ashley Nicole. I know. You mm-hmm. got the Ash, uh, Alicia Instagram. How I did think it- I, well, I tried to get Alicia Marie and it was taken. But, but then Alicia Instagram said, it? well, Alicia's inactive. So if you're inactive. Uh, yeah. So you're wow. I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That's the magic. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, ladies. Bye, ladies. And you can find me on Instagram.
can find it at OKSIS okay, okay, Podcast. Oh, okay, that was a good one. I was like, should we say ours? That's oh, yeah. OKSIS okay, Podcast. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Go subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hey, all the things. All the things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, we we, I don't know. We, it's in person. We just Mason, end. Mason, are we done? Can we just end? Can we, we're done. Oh, we're done. <laughs>